0: Hello, listeners. This is PSG Talk contributor Mark Damon, and this is PSG Small Talk for Saturday, February 3rd, 2018. In today's show, we cover the first two games of this utterly crucial five-game road trip, to say the least. The first game being on Wednesday evening at Rennes. In the Coupe de la Ligue semi final, and the second game just um, concluded about three hours ago or so. PSG on the road to in crisis Lille in Liga. So, I said last week on the show after Montpellier that this was the critical. Four game, four or five game stretch. Most critically, the four games that would lead up to the Real Madrid first leg at the Bernabeu. How would Unai Emery approach these four games? I said would be critical to how they'd be able to perform when they go to play the biggest match of probably most of their careers. Probably not Neymar's, but. For the most part, this is the Ben Alves. But for the most part, this is the biggest match in PSG history. How would Unai Emery get this team ready? And I really feel like you've got an idea of what Unai Emery is thinking. And on our PSG Talking podcast, the question was asked, "What would PSG's midfield look like?" And I think we know the answer it's obvious that Rabiot and Verratti will start in those advanced midfield positions. The question was, how would Unai Emery deal with the issue of the holding midfielder, otherwise known as the Six? It's very clear now that Unai Emery, for the last month and a half, has had a plan, a very clear plan, and that was to get Giovanni Lichel so ready. On the off chance that Thiago Mata would not be fit and 100% healthy in time for the Real Madrid game. And wouldn't you know, there's only two more games left. Apparently the rumors are that Thiago Mata will be in the group against Sochaux on Tuesday in the Coupe de France uh quarterfinal, uh, not the quarterfinal, the round of 16. But how many minutes do you realistically see him playing in that game? Not more than 20. Probably not more than 10. And then the next game, the tune-up final game, will be against Toulouse on that Saturday. Do you expect to see Mata there? How long do you expect him to play? I think it's pretty obvious that that it would probably be near-suicidal to start Tiago Mata against Real Madrid. Because if he gets hurt in the first 10 minutes of the game, you are burning one of your subs in a game that you cannot afford to burn one of your subs in the first 15 minutes because of injury. You can't take that risk. You can maybe bring him off the bench if the situation calls for it, but it's very clear that Thiago Mata, at least unless Unai Emery has completely lost his mind, will not be starting against Real Madrid. So Unai Emery's contingency plan has been Giovanni Luchelso. And now that Lassana Diara, who has gotten minutes and got about 27 minutes in this game against Lille, is getting into some sort of form. I think it's pretty clear that the plan is to start Lecelso at the 6, see where you are in the, at the end of the first half, and then Lasana Diara would be your in-game adjustment. He would go to the 6, and either Lecelso would move forward or he would come off completely, depending on how he plays. In that situation, you might see somewhat of a double switch, which is what you saw against Lille today, in a way. It wasn't a direct double switch, but what you saw was Diara go to the six, Di Maria come out, Munier come on and go to right back, Um Danny Alves move up to right wing, and maybe another one of those midfielders gets taken off. But I, the way I'm looking at it, Unai Emery has a plan, and you saw it sort of in action in this game. And it's actually kind of fascinating that over the last six months, I would say, there have been the occasional time where... Thomas Meunier and Danny Alves have played together in the same lineup. They did it in the very first competitive game that PSG played this year. They did it against Dijon. They've done it off the bench a few times and most recently today against Lille. I think the idea there is to put Danny Alves his ability to link up in the final third his ability to put balls into the box with his really accurate crosses, keep him on the field, keep him in a more advanced role, and allow Munye to play the traditional right-back role, to give some defensive cover so that Alves can kind of go do what he wants, and, if the chance calls for it, to make some overlapping runs on the right-hand side. What this also does is it gives you, if Kylian Mbappe comes back into the lineup for Madrid, which I think he will, the adjustment will be Alves coming on for Mbappe, who I think changes that dynamic because Mbappe is more of a straight-line runner, he's more of a forward-type player, and either Alves playing that role or Di Maria playing that role, depending on you know, what the kind of situation is and how Emery sees the game, they will be able to make that adjustment and put a more um, technical player on the field who can deliver better passes than a Killian Mbappe will be able to do. This is all, I think, planned out. And you can argue whether these... Um, tactical adjustments that Emery is tinkering with have any real shot of working against a top flight team. But you cannot say that Unai Emery doesn't have a plan. This is a man that is coaching this team. He is tactically trying to figure out what the right adjustments would be for different situations in a top-level Champions League game. He's not just kind of going out there and seeing what happens. This PSG team is much better prepared for for Real Madrid than last year's team was for Barcelona, and should I say, any team that PSG have put on the field in the last few years. I'd include that quarterfinal round against Manchester City a couple years ago where Laurent Blanc was just completely um, completely overmatched and just not capable of pulling the right strings. At least Unai Emery, for whatever you want to say about him, at least Unai Emery is trying things out. And he has somewhat of a plan. And as we saw against Lille... PSG were in a very back-and-forth game for a lot of it. Lille did a very good job of picking up the pace, running at PSG, stretching PSG's defense. I thought PSG did a very good job of containing some really good athletes. Now, Lille aren't the best team when it comes to finishing. That's one of the reasons they're in the relegation fight. But they still have talented players that can put you under some stress. And I think Emery did a really good job of shutting the game down in the sense that once he brought Diara on and once he brought Mounier on, Leal had fairly run out of gas. I'll say that's part of it. But you didn't see Leal making those um, difficult... You didn't see Leal asking the questions that they were asking earlier because I think they got a little more defensively sound and Diarra looked pretty good and he looks like he can do the job you need him to do if you put him on for 25-30 minutes at the end of a game which at this point is about what you would want him to do. So there is at least at this point Options and choices that Unai Emery can make when things are not necessarily going right, or he needs to chase the game, or he feels like he has to pull back. Di Maria has given him a really good option, either off the bench or starting, whichever way you want to go with it. And I don't think you can really question him either way. I would start Mbappe because I think Real Madrid's biggest weakness right now and I think it showed in this game against Levante that just finished they are not a good transition defense. They are very poor in getting back in covering for their center backs. Their fullbacks are right now just completely um selling out especially later in the game. Carvajal was in bad positions, Marcelo's non-existent as a defensive player, and Rafael Varane looked like he was wearing cement for shoes on both of those uh, Levante goals. So, probably better to put Mbappe on at the beginning and just start running at Real Madrid right away. I don't think you wait for it, I don't think you... Uh, try to match possession with them. I think Di Maria is a good option if you want to sort of uh, pull in the reins a little bit and play a little more possession and try to uh, hold up play a little bit more. But I think it's been PSG strength all year, especially in the Champions League. Those, those two wingers, Neymar and Mbappe, running straight at people, full force, blunt force trauma to the head. That's what PSG are. That's what I think is their advantage. So I fully expect Mbappe to start. But, and I and I, didn't, I, I haven't even talked about Draxler yet, who is another option just in case you get an injury or you want to try to bring some sort of other spark off the bench. This PSG team is better set up for this Champions League knockout round than any Champions League team before it. Now, does that mean that PSG are the heavy favorites against Real Madrid? No, it absolutely doesn't. I still think because of the experience, because of the demons, quote unquote, that Real Madrid that PSG have in these types of games, Real Madrid are the champions. They're still the favorites until PSG prove otherwise until PSG show that they can bring it on the big stage, on the road specifically, and get a good result against Real Madrid and bring it back to the Parc des Princes with a better-than-even chance of going on into the quarterfinals. But I really do think at the moment, if PSG do lose... I don't think you can necessarily blame it on Unai Emery. Now, Emery will get fired either way. I'm, that's not even the argument I'm making. Unai Emery will get fired if PSG don't um, advance through this round of sixteen. That's just that's a that's a given. But I don't think you'll be able to say that he didn't do everything in his power that he can control to put his team in a situation where they can make the adjustments if they have to, they can change their style of play, they can be versatile, and they can respond if challenged and if something isn't working. I think that's the huge difference, to kind of wrap this up, between last year and this year. It's also going to be interesting to see how PSG go about this. So show game. Last year they had a little more depth in attack. You had Ben Arfa, you had Lucas, you had Geddes. So PSG could throw on some um, could throw on some bench players in attack. Especially I think when they played New York, and there was another team in there, another league side that they played in the Coupe de France where they could throw on some of their secondary attackers. What's interesting about this PSG team is they really don't have any sort of secondary attackers. So if they're going to throw out somewhat of a um, secondary lineup, you'd assume it's some combination of, of Pastore, Draxler, and Mbappe because I'm not sure if Mbappe is going to be suspended for so show. I don't think he will be. I'm not sure how that's necessarily going to work, but that seems like the lineup they'll go with, with Draxler, Rabiot, and probably Diara starting, and then Mata coming in, in your midfield. And then in your back, you have Kempembe, maybe Stanley and Soki plays. I actually think he probably will play. He was in the He was in the squad today. I think he'll play. Then a possible. Well, they don't have Alec George and they loan him out. So probably would be Meunier, who played a little bit today, but not enough, not a lot. And either Yuri again or Kurzawa. And for the most part, you will have rotated that team, and that should be fine. There should be no Neymar. There should be no Cavani. If you want to bring Cavani off the bench, if you have to, maybe but this is the game where they they should pr- heavily rotate and then the Saturday game you'll see probably Neymar but I don't think you'll see him for the whole game and they'll be in full dress rehearsal mode you know playing for the you know playing for the one nil victory if you if you want to put it like that so I think the last two games have been at least contests. Wren gave them a game on um, Wednesday. That's the one where Mbappe went off for the really bad red card that he that he got. Just kind of an unnecessary tackle. And you saw PSG almost give it up at the end, although I didn't think they were all that close to giving it up. But it was good to see a 10-man PSG sort of control the game to the near end. I think they tired out a little bit. You tend to tire out when you're playing with 10 men, even against inferior competition. So overall, I would say a successful two days here for PSG, a successful two games, and now the final week. The final week before the biggest game, in the history of the club, probably since the '95 um, uh, UEFA, it wasn't called the Champions League, but the 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 what was once the champ, what is now the Champions League semifinal that they got to. So big, big week. We'll see if they can get Rabiot back healthy. We'll see how Draxler's looking. He's an option off the bench. I'm looking forward to it. I'm feeling generally confident, not necessarily that PSG are going to win, but I feel confident that this is a team that's going to be ready to play. They may not get it done. They may fall apart as the game goes on, like PSG have often done. But as of now, I think you have a confident team who knows what they need to do, who have a plan, who aren't going to be intimidated right away, And as long as they don't concede in the first 10 minutes against Madrid or get an injury over the next two games, they should be okay. And they should be in a position where they can play hard, give it their best, and see where the chips fall. Make sure to visit Our website, psgtalk.com. New articles coming out. Two from God for Short that came out a couple weeks ago. My articles, one with my Twitter friend, Mike Liga, as we discuss the Liga campaign so far, what he's liked, what he hasn't, what we see going forward. And we touch a little bit on the past. I also have an article about Neymar, surprise, surprise, and how the media has latched on to this Neymar story. And I've sort of turned it into the latest um, footballing soap opera, if you will. I use the term fake news because I think fake news is a... It's a term that's kind of been co-opted. I define fake news as news that is either A, not true not corroborated, not sourced, or the CNN or Fox News, two minutes of the news and then eight minutes of people talking about the news and sort of garnishing the news with their own opinions to the point where the opinions become the news and not the actual news itself. And I also, in that article, tried to make the point that I'm not sure everyone got, but I tried to make the point that as uh, 21st century human beings, with all of this access to technology, we tend to believe what we want to believe, regardless of what the facts say. And while I think my opinion is right about the Neymar Real Madrid nonsense, and while I truly believe it, I think, in a way, I'm also blinded to What could possibly be reports that are tinged with a bit of truth, with just my utter um, wanting to not believe them at all. So I thought I hit a good point on that. Eduardo Razo is going to come out with his PSG Real Madrid preview. Look out for that. On the podcasting side, we came out this week with a PSG Real Madrid preview with Ryan Chase from Culture PSG, Guillaume, who, in my opinion, is one of the best um, analysts of football anywhere that you'll see. Now, I'm sure he'll vehemently disagree with me on this, but I think of all the people that we employ at this site, I think he's one of the best for the reason that he he has the passion for it, the knowledge, the years of watching the team, and the entertainment value. And when all of those mix together, you get a really good analyst, and I think he's one of the best. Also, Kose joins him, who's another good analyst. So, I really, if you haven't listened to that show, I recommend you do so. Um, We were going to record with Tyler Dunn today. He got called in to work. So, we will try to get that done on Monday night. And we will probably do a two-parter with our Champions League preview. One will come out on Tuesday and the other will come out on Thursday. We'll figure it out. Be on the lookout for that. And remember... As we approach the Champions League round of 16, if your friends want to know about this PSG team, if they haven't watched them very much, if they're a Real Madrid fan who wants a little bit of um, scouting on who they're about to face and what they're in for, we are the best, number one news and opinion site for Paris Saint-Germain in English. There's no one better than us. So if you want analysis, you want news, you want coverage, you want opinions, we are the people to go to. Tell your friends about us and tell them that we are the source for learning about this team and understanding how this team works and the day-to-day. And once again, thank you for joining us. This has been PSG Talk contributor Mark Damon. Au revoir for now.